What's going on, guys? This is Oo from the Chewy New Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's an easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your computer. And not only that, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear yourself on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And like always, guys, see you next time, kitties. Chew and New Podcast would like to thank our following sponsors. Oviedo Brothers Electrical. Building a new home or commercial business, call Sergio Oviedo, Master Electrician at 956-904-7177. Let him know the rock star sent you. Hemp It Up CBD. Had a long, stressful day and looking for something to help you relax? Try Hemp It Up CBD located at 1911 North 10th Street, McAllen, Texas. Any questions, call Maricela at 956-540-9488 or look them up on Facebook at Hemp It Up CBD and let them know you heard it first on the Chew and New podcast. Barreras Plumbing. Looking for a dependable plumber with reasonable prices? Call Gabriel Barrera from Barreras Plumbing at 956-534-3337. Let him know Chew and Ooh sent you. R&D services for cleaning and disinfecting at residential and commercial sites. They do pressure wash, sanitation, disinfecting, mold treatment, and COVID-19 disinfecting that is hospital grade and food safe. R&D services are EPA certified and use CDC approved chemicals. You can call Ruben Salinas at 956-212-6113. And you heard it here at the Chew a New Podcast. Gentlemen, yes. welcome to the Chew and You podcast. Hey yo, I'm coming for them duffel bags and gold teeth. This game been saturated, written for my nosebleeds. I like that propane and spit that dragon breath. I got that product for the low, all hell my connect. I've seen the nicest people plotting with the worst intent. I've seen my enemies praying I get. And welcome back. To the Chew and New podcast, little little Chew here again, all alone. No, it's all right, man. Uh, we got Chew uh, trying to get through this condition he's got going on and uh, high blood pressure. Hopefully, it all clears up soon, man. We do miss him, and Tiger King misses him also. Yep, yeah, he yeah. was ready to put him through a table. I really was. We're, <laughs> we're talking about that, and uh, and Eric says it's, uh, he said it's not me. Okay, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, it's going crazy before we even start the podcast, guys. We have a lot to talk about, but uh, let's uh, let's welcome the Tiger King into the house. Thank you. Yeah, thank man. You thank you for me. showing up, man. We Pleasure appreciate that, man. It's going to be awesome. Today's going to be an awesome interview. And if you're watching uh, Facebook Live, he's got some merch on the table. He brought us a little bit of goodies. He's going to sign a shirt for us so we can put on this beautiful wall up here. And as you can see, Eric, on the top uh, over here in the corner, right above the Tiger King, that we got your autograph up there, picture. So, uh... Thank you very much. We appreciate you, man. That's 
That's awesome, and you're into the story. We're going to have to get a mask or something to cover that. <laughs> Here we go. I'm kidding. I'm Here kidding. we go. <laughs> First of all, let me take the opportunity to thank our sponsors for the month, for the end of the month, Ovidio Brothers Electrical. Sergio, thank you once again for your contribution to the podcast, man. We appreciate you. He's doing 100% better. I saw him uh, this week. He came by my work. He's up and walking, so that's good. God bless him, man. Hopefully he continues. Remember, he does have workers out there. If you want some electrical service for commercial or home, give him a call at 956-904-7177. Make sure you get a hold of us here. Tell him the Rockstar sent you. Also, hemp it up, up in McAllen, Maricela, waiting for y'all to come on in, man, and go get your free uh, CBD, you know? So uh, go on by and get there. I know they're offering free samples. You got to go out there and go check it out, all right? Tell them that Chewy News sent you out there. And also, uh, Barreros Plumbing with Gabriel. He's been getting quite a few phone calls also, which is doing pretty good. And I'm glad for him, man. I hope he continues with the sponsorship here with the podcast with us at uh, Chewy News. Uh, his phone number is 956-534-3337. Give him a call if you have any plumbing problems, man. And, uh, you know, just tell him Chewy News sent you. You heard it on the podcast. And uh, our next plus sponsor is R&D Services. Did a little commercial with Ruben Salinas this afternoon, man. I can't really explain everything that he does, but it's it's wonderful work. It's affordable. And what he says on the commercial, you're going to real deep, really dig into what he said, man. Uh, if you want some uh, prices... For that give them a call at 956-212-6113 and if you mention that you heard it here on chewy new he'll give you 15 percent off on the price you gotta take advantage of that take advantage of that guys 15 percent off come on who offers that nobody come on and he's doing a great service gonna get rid of the clean up the house getting rid of the COVID 19 he does pavements houses name it he does it and it's all legal and professionally done so and also for our new uh sponsors hopefully to be we want to give a big shout out to scumbag and gentleman barbershop this place is so too good to be true they had to build two i'll just tell you that right now man respectful place awesome haircuts you want to go by uh both locations you got one in animals at 537 north six and a half street uh alamo texas the other was in located in donna's 502 north main street in donna texas you want to go by appointment, dial 956-472-0179. Scumbags, gentlemen, and barbershop, thank you, man. And we hope you come around and uh, sponsor the show. We will continue pushing your promotion and your business on the podcast. Now, enough is enough. Let's get to the main attraction here. The Tiger King. The champ. I don't want to say, is that, the, is that correctly? The yeah, champ? The champ. The yeah. champ. Oh my God, he gets his, okay, and uh, Eric's commenting again, which is the, you all know Eric Shadows, the Wolf King. He's, I mean, he's a commenting, I want to see Tiger King run my picture, for, rub my picture for good luck. So we're gonna... <laughs> you, you really, good luck, good luck, all right, all right. And, all right, the, funny, and the funny thing, okay, here he goes, here he goes, oh God, here we go. All right, all right. Oh my God, here we go, right, there, we there go. you go, he's good, touching it, good. he's there touching it. <laughs> Rub. He, he specifically put rub because he put run by accident. Yeah, there. Yeah. You happy now? You happy? <laughs> so I mean, let's get into the point, man. I mean, how long have you been in the uh, wrestling circuit? How long you been doing this? Uh, the end of this month actually will be nine years. Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, under the mask, it's been uh, it's gonna be going on five. 
Bye, love. That's yeah. good, man. And so, how's and how's the mastering as far as I mean, uh, as far as your fans and everything following you? Um, it's been good. Uh, held a lot better than when I didn't have it. So, <laughs> sorry, I guess I was that ugly. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's it's definitely taken a life of its own. Has it really? Yeah. Uh, initially, the whole mask was uh, supposed to be a secondary gimmick. Okay. Uh, you know, I was gonna run with my my main gimmick, and right. you know, this kind of. Uh, was brought up to me and I was like, yeah, I mean, I can, I can run with it, you know, hand juggle yeah. uh, both, both gimmicks, both characters, and I only wrestled one match as myself after that, and the rest is history. The history is stated so, as the the Tiger yeah, King. Stated as Tiger King, and that's it's, awesome. It's man. definitely been a lot better. I was saying, as far as matches wise, I mean, Eric was telling us that he did take you, uh, he did, uh, he did train with you, yeah, and uh, he, he kind of took you under his wing a little bit to help you out, with yeah. you, which is really good of Eric. Shaw. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate appreciate that. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of bumps, bumps and bruises along the way. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, so far, nothing, nothing major. Um, I mean, aside from like some concussions. Um, but uh, you know, as far as I've slightly dislocated my shoulder and I've uh, kind of popped my thumb out of place. Oh my god. Um, actually, yeah, I think the worst one so far would be um, I tore the ligaments in my left foot. Oh gosh! And um, how did how did that happen? Now that that bitch is a story behind that one. Yeah, so uh, I was doing a a birthday show for uh, my buddy Tony Strong. Tony, right, shout out, go. Tony. Um, and yeah, we were doing a, a birthday show, and uh, I, this was you know before the mask, and uh, I was wrestling my uh, brother, storyline brother. Okay. And uh, who's he's my brother-in-law actually. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we grew up together. There you go. So, uh, you know, we were put together in the match, and he did a, a basement dropkick, oh. which uh, essentially, I'm, you know, I, I think he gave me a snapmare, and he ran the ropes and gave me the dropkick, but instead of landing in between my feet, he went off to the side and oh. just landed Ran on my foot. foot, and oh. I literally felt my foot just go flat. Snap. Oh, gosh. And, uh, yeah, as soon as like, he hit, he rolled off, I kind of, like, spun around, and it was the weirdest feeling ever, like... It didn't feel broken, but it felt like there was a gap in between my foot and my leg. It was, I don't know, it was the weirdest oh, feeling. <laughs> and immediately I was like, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, I think he came over and pinned me. And I was like, we need to take it home because I, I can't, like something's up with my foot. All right. And uh, yeah, by the end of that night, I mean, it was swollen out that big. Oh my gosh, man, I can only and, imagine. And um, yeah, my, uh, one of my, my best friends, his, uh, his dad's a doctor, so I went over to his house a couple of days later uh -huh. and uh, I was like hey you know can you look at it because you know we don't got insurance you know every, we yeah. get injured I mean that comes out of us yeah exactly so exactly. Um, you know I didn't really have the funds to go and get it checked out mm -hmm. so I was like well let me go to my buddies his dad's a doctor check mm -hmm. it out he looked at it and he was like well it's not broken but you definitely did tear some ligaments in oh, there I mean there was gosh, bruising man. from like the top part of my foot right, right. all the way up to my calf oh, and yeah Jesus. it was oh, it was man. terrible i can imagine bro trying to get up and walk around yeah. everywhere oh gosh so that, oh, well, that was your left or your right that was my left left oh, okay well yeah. you can at least you drive with your right stuff. yeah that was like cool and i had just gotten rid of my standard car oh they are like a couple months before and i was about to say so it better be automatic like, yeah so i was like oh man that would have been bad oh that would have been really bad but yeah so wow, that, that's man. probably like the worst one that I've had so far. Oh man, that, that's that's crazy. When you go into training, uh, uh, Tiger King, when you go into training, what is it? I mean, is there a specific? Uh, what did you go to get trained in all in all in as far as is doing the wrestling uh, circuits? I mean, I know you have to do a lot of training before you get in the ring. Where did you start off? What school or where did you go? Uh, actually, I didn't. I didn't train at a school. Um, 
it was uh, there at uh, with the Wrestling Revolution. Okay. Uh, at that time, they were running uh, training out of um, Ochoa's Flea Market. Okay. Out of mission. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was just uh, going there, and actually, because my brother-in-law is the one that started training first. Okay. Um, and him and I used to backyard wrestle in high school. Oh, all right. All and right. Uh, during that time, we he had heard of uh, of a wrestling organization. Because uh, at that time they were running out of Pan Am. Okay. You know, uh, Revolution hadn't like officially officially started. Uh huh. So they were, you know, barely starting out of Pan Am. And uh, my brother-in-law told me about it. Uh huh. And he was like, "Hey, we should check it out." And I was like, "All right, well, you know, you guys go." And uh, you know, never really came out of anything from there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a few years later, uh, him and I kind of lost contact for a couple years. Okay. And then once I graduated high school, he messaged me out of nowhere and he was like, "Hey, kid." We uh we found a wrestling company here in McAllen. Oh, let's um, go! Yeah, yeah. He's like, let's go. I was like, dude, I work. Like, <laughs> you know, I was working at the mall at the time. I was like, okay. he was like, let's go. The show's tomorrow. I'm like, oh, I'm shit. working. Yeah. So uh, he went and checked it out. I went the following week, and it was awesome. I was awesome, like, man, man, that's cool. Man. I got that's it. Good. So he started training before I did, and um, I think he started in October of 2011. Yeah. And I didn't start training until January. No, he started in. Was it 2011? Yeah, 2011. I started in January of 2012. And uh, so I had a lot of catching up to do. Okay. And uh, yeah, man, it it took a lot. I, I That first bump. Oh, the pr- yeah. It okay, I got you. Okay. <laughs> man, and you know, I had gone in prepared because obviously my brother-in-law had already been training. So he's like, right. hey, make sure you breathe out. Like, yell, do something, breathe out. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, I kept psyching myself out. Like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, the moment came. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> so, uh, and I remember Eric. Eric was there with, um, with. Uh, he was going by the name of Downfall at the time. Uh-huh. He's now Matt Riot. So uh-huh. they were the first two that actually trained me. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, yeah, I took that first bump, and and Riot was just standing over me, and he's like, "Knock the air out, you didn't." Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, you did. Like, oh, oh. So uh, yeah, oh, that man. that first training was rough, and. I was not the greatest. Oh gosh! Oh, I mean, uh, but, uh, you, you you learn through the ways. I'm pretty yeah. sure the bumps and bruises, and eventually, you uh, coexist with the other yeah. the, your, your other uh, teammates that are out there re- wrestling and your your performers and stuff like that. I have a question from the Beefy Bros. If I don't tell you, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna go nuts. <laughs> I got a killer question for the Tiger King. Is it who has the best mask? AEW Pentagon Junior or Rey Mysterio WWE? Oof, man. Um, <laughs> They're putting so, you on the spot, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to go with Mysterio, man, hands down. Um, just simply because he was one of the inspirations growing up as a kid. All right. Um, and I'm probably going to get a lot of like, <laughs> shit for this. But as amazing as Pentagon and Phoenix are, uh-huh. like, I mean, they're they're amazing. Like, right. You know, hardly anybody can do the shit that they can do. Right. But I feel like they're just slightly overrated. Really? I feel. I okay. mean, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not bashing them. I still yeah. respect them as performers. I still, you know, love watching them. But I feel that they're just, you know, just a tad bit overrated. Uh, I mean, okay. I mean, still phenomenal athletes, amazing what they can do. But uh, he does have an amazing mask too. But I'm gonna have to go hands down with uh, Mysterio just because I mean that's my childhood right there. All right, cool man, that's awesome man. And, and, uh, so your inspiration, girl, what made you come into doing wrestling? That it was Rey Mysterio, or there other other wrestlers that you were inspired by? Yeah. Um, so initially, I got into wrestling because of uh, my uncle. 
um, you know, growing up, uh, my mom and I didn't have like cable or anything like that. So I spent most of my time reading books. Right. My uncle lived next door to us, mm-hmm. so you know, occasionally he'd be like, "Oh, hey, come here, come check this out." Right. And uh, the first, the very first memory I have, like I, I remember, like it was, like it was yesterday. I was sitting down watching TV, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was Ric Flair, and you know, oh, he right. was, uh, you know, he had his. Yeah, buddies around with yeah, him. Yeah. I don't remember if it was uh, if it was Nitro, because um, I mean he got me into it right smack in the middle of the of he the Monday doing, Night Wars. He was doing it with a four horsemen. Yeah. All right. And um, <laughs> so you know my uncle sat me down. I'm like three, four years old at this oh, point. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, you know he was like, oh that's Ric Flair. You know they call him the dirtiest player in the game. <laughs> and I was you know little still is man little still more is. I'm like oh okay. And he he's like. Um, you know, he gets all his his his, his buddies to yeah. do all his dirty work for him. He yeah. just comes and takes the win. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then sure enough, just as he said that, it happened. Yeah. And he's like, see, I told you. And I was like, that blew my mind. Like, it blew my mind. And then, you know, just the way Flair would come out with his robes and, like, you know, just this larger life persona. Right, right, right. I was like, I was hooked. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is this is amazing. So I, I went back and forth between Raw and, and Nitro for, for a while. Yeah. Well, of course, the, and, uh, the Raw versus yeah. the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, another fond memory I have was uh, when Goldust and Booker T were teaming. Oh, okay. And they got attacked backstage, and they threw um, Goldust into, like, Circuit Breaker, and he got electrocuted. Yeah, and yeah. Got power. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing that, you know, as a four-year-old kid, you know, I still, you know, the you know the suspension of disbelief. Yes, and I'm I like, got, yeah. oh, my God, did he die? Like, <laughs> wow, what is this? So, yeah, you know, that, yeah. that just hooked me more. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, you know, from from there, you know, we'd see WCW and then, you know, the Cruiserweights. Right. And, uh, you know, I was just like, the first one I saw was uh, La Parca. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. Uh, you know, it was just like, man, this guy's dressed like a skeleton. Like, this, this is amazing. You know, right. he's going around with his little dance Dances and everything. With, his, uh, little, with the actual seat. Yeah, thing. with the chair. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, man, this, this is this is amazing. And then, right. you know, they were doing all these crazy high-flying moves. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then, you know, Mysterio was there. Guerrero was there. And, uh, you know, it's just, there was just something about Mysterio, too, that, you know, that, that caught my attention. And uh, so I immediately became, like, my first two uh, luchador that I really admired were La Parca and Mysterio. Right. And then, um, you know, I started watching Guerrero and, psh, man, that, that, that just blew, blew you away. Too. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, growing up, those three were, were like my favorites. And then, you know, as I got a little bit older, I really got into uh, Wagner Jr. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, you know, I, you know, just, just the way he was, you know, in, in the ring, like so right. menacing and, you know, technical. I was like, all right, this, this dude's badass. All right. And uh, you know, I then from there I got into um, I got into a little bit of, of lucha after that because my mom and my aunt sometimes we'd go to like Progreso and get medications oh, or whatever. Okay. And uh, a couple of times we stayed long enough and we ended up stumbling upon a lucha show. Oh, so there you I go. mean, to me, oh, I was man. like, oh my god, these are the these are the guys on TV. This is just you know? a calling for you, man. Yeah, like, this is what I'm know, supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, the, these are the guys on TV, even though like they weren't. But right, you know, right, in, right. in a five-year-old's head, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm watching them live. Exactly. Uh, so I was immersed in lucha libre. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, we would go. My mom would take me to Blockbusters like every week, and uh, I came across like the wrestling section. And from there, I ended up seeing a, a Japanese tape that had a picture of a Tiger Mask on it. Oh, here we go. And so I was like, oh, okay, like Tiger Mask, like, you know, that's cool. There's a Lucha guy in, in, in Japan. I, I don't know. That's, I, I got the tape, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and that's how I discovered Tiger Mask, and that's how I discovered Japanese wrestling. Right. And okay. oh man, that was just a completely different oh, style. Yeah. Like it, it took me a little bit to like adjust to it because I was used to like the spectacle and yeah. you know the these guys the go, flashy moves. These and guys go hardcore. Yeah, man. Japanese. You know, it's everything's like quiet and it's yeah. you know strong style. But uh, you know, the one thing that really kept me interested was was Tiger Mask. Right. And um, you know, so that's that's how I ended up getting into to Japanese wrestling. But uh, you know very limited on what I was able to watch simply right. because I mean I was little so I didn't know there was this whole tape trading right, right, anything right, right. so you know all I could see was whatever I'd find at whatever blockbuster cool man That's but um, yeah and then I fell out of wrestling for a little bit uh, I got back into it maybe in like 6th or 7th grade okay and um, you know then after that like since then I've just been hooked Non-stop, on it and non-stop. that's when I was like you know what this is what I want to do um, now, as far as, as you saying that this is what you want to do, how was what was the here's the here's the million dollar question? How was the reaction from your parents or from your from your family itself saying that <laughs> you know what I want to do this this because kids say anything you know yeah. right? it's like I want to do that mom yeah yeah sure okay you'll do that when you get older I want to do that oh, yeah sure and then when you get old enough and you say you know what this is what I'm gonna do what was their reaction to that? Um, my mom kind of just like laughed at it. Um, and because she was like, yeah, you're, you're too small. You know, you're, you'll, you'll never make it. And I mean, I, I, I was you. like, I, I was I was a puny kid. I mean, yeah. I, I was born premature. So I've never been, you know, I, I was right. I didn't hit 100 pounds. And so what, maybe my junior year of high school? Really? Like I was I was a twig. Oh, my goodness. So, right. um, you know, my mom was like, yeah, you know, you're too small. Plus, you don't like getting hurt. Like, it, it, it takes five people to hold you down for one shot. And I was like, all right, I, I guess. I, I think I think you and I are exactly like. It's funny, man. Speaking of shots, I'm getting my my second dose tomorrow, man. Oh, awesome. Wish me luck on that. Uh, and I, I go in there and get my shot. He goes, I, I don't really don't like needles. I got tattoos. I'm looking at you. You're tatted up. Yep. I go and I still don't like needles. Yep. I I can't stand them. And people people tell me that all the time. Um, because I still haven't gotten my my vaccine yet. Uh-huh. Um, I'm looking to get it soon. Uh, but everyone else at my at my office where I work at, right. you know, they've gotten theirs and like, oh, right. you know, go get yours. Right. Like, no, I hate needles. <laughs> and they'll look at me and like, you just got a new tattoo last week. I'm like, it's a different needle. It's a different needle. <laughs> this is not inserted into my body yeah. all the way in and it, and it, uh, uh, putting a actual uh, serum into my system. Yep. Now I hear you, man. So, um, but yeah, you know, the, my mom never really. Um, it's not that she didn't support me. She just because she knew that I I would avoid any kind of pain at any cost. Right, like I, right, I just, right. I just hated it. Right. Um, so she never thought it was something that I would really be serious about. She was like, yeah, it's just a phase, whatever. Right. Um, so actually, when when it came time that I wanted to start training, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I told her about it, she, uh, she was kind of against it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's why I didn't immediately start training with my brother-in-law back in October of uh, 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I started in, in January of 2012, I mean, I would still go. I'd help out. I'd set up the ring. I'd tear down right, the ring. Right. Uh, you know, pretty much everything that a trainee would, was supposed to be doing, you know, I was doing it. And that takes a lot of work. The ring, you think, oh, you think setting up the ring is easy? Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> and the ring that we had at that time was an old boxing ring. Oh, shoot, okay. We, we called her uh, Big Beulah. Big Beulah. <laughs> oh, man, she was heavy. All right. Oh, damn, that... In a, 
and I, and I and I said this the last podcast when when uh, Shadows was here. I told him, you know, at first, you know, I've never been in an actual wrestling ring or yet a boxing ring, but a wrestling ring. And uh, my uh, son and I were in a parade back in, uh, this is two years ago, over in uh, Grajeno, Texas. Shout out to Grajeno. Uh, they had some actual wrestlers, luchadores out there that were going to perform at the park. And they had a they had a ring out there. And uh, my son wanted to get I want to get in there. Well, go ahead. Go for it. And the gentleman that was there, he's telling you, ah, he likes the ring. You know, he goes, yeah, he, he watches a little bit of wrestling, not too much. He goes, so is this in your get in? Get in if you want. Uh, I'm like, wow, he's letting me get in. Cool, I'm gonna all right now get in there. What's I just get on there? I'm you know, I'm tasting it out. It's it's kind of yeah, I feel the 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 reaction of the springs mm-hmm. in the bottom. I'm like, okay, all right, this seems pretty good. Let me let me run to the ropes, ran against the rope, bounce off, bounce off. Okay, it's not that bad. He goes, ah, let me go to the second rope and jump off and pretend I'm gonna do something. So I get on the second rope and I jump off and I pretend I'm doing elbow. Well, <laughs> Number one rule, guys, when you get in a wrestling ring, you need to know how to fall. <laughs> that you do. That and you do. When I hit that platform, uh, it's like the soul was knocked the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was in there like I was I was copying the guy, and it's funny because the guy was looking at me. Like, ¿Qué pasó, sir? ¿Está bien? I go, hey, with the pinche madre, el gancho, bro. So I was like, that's why I look at wrestling in a total perspective way now, different ways. Oh, yeah. After being in the ring and checking it out, how it actually is, don't let anybody tell you that it's fake. Mm-mm. All right. Because when you hit that turf, it hurts. Yep. You got to be prepared and learn how to fall or learn to endure the pain. Yep. So, I mean, Enough said yeah, about I mean, that. It's, it's like people always think like, oh, they're they're mad, so there's something un- under. No, dude, like it's you literally have, you know, the four beams and some old rings would have a spring right in the middle to right. kind of absorb from the exactly. shock. Exactly. They don't have that anymore. No. Now no. it's just like you know, the, you get the box frame, and you have the metal beams running this way, and you got two by fours running the opposite way. Yeah. With maybe that much of uh, uh, worth of padding, padding yeah. and then you know whatever canvas you got exactly and, exactly you know that that shit hurts <laughs> you know it's you know especially when you're and you know the thing with me being a smaller guy i was always the one getting thrown around and tossed around it's like oh, all right man. taking a superplex and you know here i am flying off the top rope and i'm just like oh man this is gonna hurt <laughs> yeah you know and and some rings are um yeah a lot better than others like the, the ring that wrestling revolution had was amazing you know that that ring was it had just enough give, and it was soft enough that, you know, it was tolerable. It was a good ring to, you know, build upon. Right. You go up to, like, other promotions, other rings, and... Uh-uh. Psh, man. You know, and that's you'll what, feel it. And then that's what I tell you, like, like watching New Japan, I've seen clips... I've seen clips on where Asuka's fighting over there. Mm-hmm. I've seen these guys, the guys that she fights, the actual men that she fights, they slap her around so hard, they yep. throw her like a ragdoll. Yep. I'm like, Jesus, man. And then for her to come to WWE, I'm like, wow, at least she got away from that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a complete 180. Like, you know, you see you see Shinsuke and, and Asuka that, you know, they're known for being strong style and right. for, you know, taking all this punishment and giving it back. Yeah. And then you go to somewhere where, you know, WWE and they have their own system of, of wrestling. Right, exactly. You know, I can only imagine it's a it's a huge adjustment for them I to, guess, you know, yes. like kind of ease back a little bit. Yeah. But uh, you know, the the good thing with that is that it you know, it, it lengthens their career a little bit because they can kind of take a step back exactly. and not have to go all all yeah. out. 
Now, as, and as now as I'm gonna get into the nitty gritty here. Now, as five, how many? I, I mean, total of matches. I'm pretty sure you've had quite a few. Oh yeah. Now, is there has there has there been one match that you said, "Damn, this was the match I believe that's gonna that's on my top five. I mean, I'm saying, you know what, this one's gonna be the one to beat. I'm not sure if the match was on this one. When you went, give us first of all before you answer that, <laughs> give us a story on this one, man. Who did you win this off of? Uh, so that was actually a uh, a triple threat match. Um, the the promotion is RGB Championship Wrestling, and uh, it was their their debut show. Uh, we did it at the uh, Boys and Girls Club in Alton, and uh, it was a triple threat match between myself, a uh, luchador named uh, Misterio. And uh, another guy, uh, Gil, the Rebel Striker. Okay. Um, so yeah, you know, we went in there, had a triple threat, and uh, immediately we got uh, Striker out of the way, and you know, kind of left to Mysterio and I, the actual two luchadores, and you know, we did our little thing. And uh, I don't remember exactly the lead up to the ending. Uh, I just remember I hit my finisher on. I want to say it was Gil. Think. My memory is very hazy on this. <laughs> Too many concussions, uh, oh, people. Yeah, yeah. Too many concussions. <laughs> yeah, my my memory is terrible. Like, I, I used to have a fairly decent memory, but uh, you know, you after a while, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little fuzzy. But uh, yeah, I remember I, I hit the I hit my finisher, and uh, you know, got the three, and I kind of stayed there for a little bit, and I was like, shit, like this is surreal. Yeah. You know, because that was it's my first uh, singles title. And you know, it took me what almost nine years to get it. Wow, man! That, so, that was an accomplishment. Yeah, for you right so there. it was kind of like a an oh shit moment. Okay. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, one that that stands to mind would be the the night that I won the uh, tag team titles with uh, my partner at the time, uh, Corazon de Dragon. We uh, we were partnered up for I want to say about a good three four years. All right. And um, you know, we had been chasing after those titles for. The better part of uh, almost a year. Really. And you know, it just kept coming up that close. So and close, I, so I close. think uh, I think at that time, uh, Revolution was still under the NWA. Okay. So it kind of made that win a little bit more, a little bit more sweeter. Sweeter, yeah. Um, but yeah, we we finally won the the, the titles. I want to say it was at the anniversary show, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we we got the titles, and actually, Shadows. And uh, Riot had just reformed as a tag team maybe a week or two before. Oh, what are the chances so and what are the odds? They, uh, <laughs> they competed in a match earlier that night, an ammo box match. And they ended up winning the ammo box, which, you know, then it works like the money in the bank. You know, you, you can challenge for the right, tag team titles. Right, right, Well, guess when they decided to <laughs> cash in? After, after you won the title? After we won the title. So <laughs> I managed to hold... Uh, the half of the tag team titles for a good 30 seconds oh, and then man. we lost them. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was... Uh, Damn you, Shadows! Yeah, so, yeah that, uh, that, was, uh, that was that night, but that, that was probably one of my more memorable nights. And I mean, anytime I get in the ring with Shadows, I know I'm going to have a good match. That's awesome, man. Um, That's good to hear. You know, he... Uh, like I said, he's pretty much the one that trained me. He took me under his wing. If it really wasn't for him, 
sticking his neck out and saying, you know what, no, these, this guy can, you know, just give him some time. He'll, he'll come into right, it. Right, right, right. You know, if it wasn't for that, I, I probably wouldn't be here right now. There you go, there so, you go. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I owe a lot to Shadow. So, big words, you. big words, Shadows, right there. Yeah. Stop picking on the poor guy. All right, leave him alone. <laughs> no, nah, well, we, we, still, we still got a bone to settle. Oh, the last time we wrestled uh, was, was a tag team match, and took a really hard elbow right to my temple. So oh. it was, like, swollen oh, out yeah, for days, had a big black eye. So, uh, yeah, oh, we still... Man. We got a little score to settle there. David Martinez says, damn you, shadows! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Beefy Bros, again, asked another question. These guys are all about the question, man. That's funny. He goes, ask you, they're curious, and, you know, if you got a call from New Japan, WWE, Ring of Honor, AAA, or AEW, where would you sign? Oof. Um, I mean, the, the goal for mostly everybody is WWE, obviously. Right. Um... I'm not sure if I would maybe go there right away. Mm-hmm. You know, I know for the longest time I was like, okay, yeah, I want to get to NXT. Um, but, uh, you know, now the landscape is completely different. Yeah, you know, it's, way different. You know, it's not just WWE and Impact anymore. You know, now, you know, Triple H really, yeah. really come yes. up too. And, you know, obviously New Japan, you know, that's, that's an experience just to go overseas. Yeah. But Consider uh, the fact that AEW, ABW, AAA, and... Uh, I forgot the other the other brand. Those three brands are like it's a, in a rotation. Uh, if I'm not yeah, impact. Impact. Yeah, yeah. they're in rotation. Um, so, as soon as uh, AEW started, you know, I was like, you know what, I got to be there, All you right. know, and so I kind of like set a little goal for myself by you know the end of uh, next year, I want to at least have a match on AEW Dark. Dude, that'd be you know, awesome. and if if that's as far as I ever get. Fuck it, I'll be happy. Hey, there you go. But there you I go. mean, of course, you know, you want to strive for more. But right, uh, right. You know, if I can at least do that, you know, then I'll, I'll be happy. But um, I think right now, if I had to choose, I would probably go with uh, with AEW. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Homegrown Texas. There you go, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, I think that that would probably be the the route that I would go, especially now that you know they have, you know, their alliance with new japan right and you know with with impact and impacts doing pretty good i mean you know they had its rough patch for the longest time but it's it's starting to come back into its own so i think that would probably be the best place to go right now and really gain that experience and it's funny that you talk about uh, guerrero when you were mentioning guerrero as far as you know uh he's been an, an inspiration to yeah. you growing up uh funny story and i, I think uh beefy boy Row can back me up on this one we went, uh, we had gone to uh, WrestleMania uh, in New Orleans. I think this was like four years ago, I okay. believe, when they came in. And uh, we went out there. We're out there walking. We got we got there super late, like around 7 o'clock at night. And these guys, you know what? Let's go to Bourbon Street. Dude. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, we're going to party, man. We're going to party. We're yep. going to party, drink. And we got WrestleMania tomorrow. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Okay. Hey, went in Rome. So let's go. So we head out there. We walk. We went walking down to the Bourbon. We stopped at the oldest uh, bar in in, uh, in America that was right in the corner of Bourbon Street. And uh, I forgot the name of the street that was at. We're drinking and everything. And we say, hey, man, let's go in. Let's start walking in. My cousin says, let's start walking into Bourbon Street so we can go check out all the clubs. Yeah, let's go. That sounds like a great idea. So I got I got uh, Beef Boy Row with me on my left side. And I'm walking straight. And I'm drinking my, my uh, high-powered slush that, oh, my God. It was purple slush. I don't know what the hell was in it, Tiger King. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> and I'm walking, right? And, I, I you know, I, I eventually throw it, throw it away. And I'm, and I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm talking to you. Uh, I'm talking to Beefy Boy Row, and, and I'm looking around, and suddenly I bump into a guy. I bump into him, and I'm like, oh, shit, the guy was big. I go, oh, man, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, you all right, man? Hey, you be careful. I pat his chest and everything. He goes, you too, man. Pass me my bag. You be careful out there, man. 
you know, you can, be safe, man, be safe. And I walk by, and a beef war runs looking at me like, you realize who you just bumped into? I go, no, turn around, dude, turn around right now before you don't see him. So I turn around, the guy I bumped into, pat his chest and said, you know, be careful out there, was Chavo Guerrero. Oh, I bumped wow. right into him, and at the same time, Eddie Guerrero's daughter was there also. Wow. So that was like, we're in the grace of Guerrero's dude. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, I met Travel too. Oh my gosh, um, man, amazing. Yeah. Was, the guy, the, I mean, even though it was like, for like at least two seconds, I mean, for him, me to bump into him and everything, being Bourbon Street, everybody's drunk, he didn't like, hey, get the hell off me, right? Yeah. He was real respectful, but hey man, you all right? Like, I'm all right, you be careful, you take care, yeah, you too, buddy. You know, I was like, wow. Yeah, super, that- super nice guy, man. I mean, Travel is is amazing. Like I said, um, we, my my wife and my younger brother-in-law had gone to uh, Alberto del Rio's restaurant oh, when he okay. opened it a few years back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so so we went to go check it out. Like, we made that trip to San Antonio just for that. There you go. And, um, you know, just as we pulled up, Paige and uh, Del Rio were there. Oh, like, shit. Like, they were just pulling up, too. So really? So it's like, oh, shit, like, that's, that's them. <laughs> And uh, so, you know, felt I, like a little kid again. Like, yeah, oh, I felt yeah, like no, a little no. kid. And uh, Hybrid School of Wrestling was doing a, a show there. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, man, like if I would have brought my gear, like stupid me, rule number one, always bring your gear. Exactly. I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I was like, man, I should have brought my gear. You know, just, you know, even if it, would, it probably wouldn't have happened. But, you know, just, as you can ask, like, hey, just do pitch. you have an extra spot? You know, I've, you know been wrestling for so and so long yeah um you know never hurts but uh, yeah i didn't i didn't take my gear but um, <laughs> now you learned yeah now, now you learned. <laughs> but uh yeah travel was there and so you know they they did the match and everything he was uh you know walking around the restaurant and i was like i gotta get a picture with him so you know i got up and i asked and he real nice he said, yeah man come here gave me a hug oh, took awesome. a picture. that's awesome man and that's then nice uh one. you know my i picked up my son because i wanted to have him in the picture too right and he was like oh, bring him over here so like travel kind of got him and <laughs> he was holding him and i'm just like oh shit like he's gonna yeah, change his kids life carrying my son like <laughs> my son has no clue what the hell is going on he's like in the hands of wrestling royalty right now but uh you know yeah that was a, that was a pretty awesome moment and yeah. i mean just super super nice guy yeah yeah i mean consider the fact that was a crazy the craziest weekend I have ever been. Have you ever been to a WrestleMania show? I have not. They will be coming down. I'm, I'm plugging this for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> they will be here next year, I believe, in Dallas. WrestleMania. Yeah. No, so that my, my brother-in-law and I are trying to get we're tickets. Get out there. Get, yeah. Even if you have to get the nosebleeds, bro. Yeah. Get the it's tickets. It's 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 one hell of an experience. Yeah. I would recommend any wrestling fan to go out and check that out because it's it's amazing. You, yeah. you cannot go wrong. I mean, uh, I've only managed to go to one pay-per-view and uh, that was the Elimination Chamber when they came down to Houston oh, a few years okay. ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was when uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey won the, the, the women's, women's tag, team? tag team titles yeah, in the yeah, Chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that night was amazing. It was it was a lot of fun. And, I mean, and you never forget it. You'll never nope, forget it. Never will. Never, it was, yeah, it was yeah, amazing. I totally understand. So I can only imagine how badass the WrestleMania moment would be. Oh my gosh, it, it was it's unbelievable. And and so many people that you read me on the street, man, you would think, you know, a lot of real people, man, everybody from all over the world. Yep. And it's crazy, man, because we were there and we met people from Germany, from France, from Mexico, from Brazil, from Argentina. They were all yeah. over the place, man. It was crazy, man. I mean, if if anything, 
anything at all that take into gratitude or, or, or to advice if the world could be a Wrestlemania every day I would love the world that would be like that yeah <laughs> dude I mean wrestling fans are like the most badass people you'll ever meet like I remember a while back I was uh, I stopped at a gas station and I was wearing my Bullet Club shirt oh okay so I went inside to pay I'm coming back when you know walking to my car some other dude pulls up and he's wearing a Marty Scroll Bullet oh, Club okay. shirt alright so like we look at each other and like you know we make eye contact I'm still walking he just goes there you go and I was like hell yeah man <laughs> never never met the guy before never yeah. knew anything about him yeah. but just because of the shirts we were wearing yeah I you think know. I think at the Wrestlemania I was wearing my my uh my uh Tamatanga shirt nice for Wrestlemania I walked in with that bad boy they didn't tell me anything's so, off yeah I'm good man I'm good <laughs> and actually um uh, because of a wrestling shirt uh that's how I met my now brother-in-law, mm-hmm. which is how I ended up meeting my wife now. There you go. Because uh, at that point, I was a huge Jeff Hardy fan. Oh, my so, gosh. I mean, I had hair down to here. Oh, So, right. you know, I was always coloring it. I bought the, you know, Jeff Hardy yeah. things off of yeah. eBay. I got you. Uh, you know, I'd wear, like, the baggy trip pants. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, he was uh, he's a couple years older than me. Mm-hmm. So he'd always see me walking down... Uh, the, the halls at school and him and his other friend would always be like oh look at this guy look at look, look, this little Jeff Hardy kid <laughs> so they were like oh let's go pick on him so uh-huh. these fuckers would pick on me they, they would you know they deliberately go out of their way just, just to walk by me and be like fuck you Jeff Hardy kid you're not Jeff Hardy <laughs> and I was just like I, I never knew these guys right. and I'm just like man how what the hell is wrong with them and, <laughs> and uh, how weird the tables turn now yeah huh? Yeah, so, uh, you know, and I remember the, the one day we finally formally introduced, they, they walked up to me at lunch and were like, oh, uh, we hear you like wrestling. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, well, we do too. We wrestle at uh, our buddy's aunt's house uh, oh, every Friday. And actually, it was Friday. Uh-huh. And they were like, we're going to be out there tonight, so be there. Oh, shit. And I was like, what are these guys going to do to me? <laughs> you know, I, and honestly, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to fucking show up and just, you know, showing that I don't even know what the hell I was thinking. I was like, all right, I want to be there. So, uh, you know, and they didn't, even, ex- yeah, they, they didn't even expect me to show up. And, you know, the ring was a bunch of uh, old tires and some uh, recycled plastic mats that were literally that thin. Oh, shoot. And, uh, I mean, it was somewhat soft because of the tires, right. but, I mean, those mats were sliding all over the place. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, ever since then, we just started... You know, we cont- I started backyard wrestling with them, and and uh, you know the rest was, was history. That's history. that's how we were known in school as the wrestlers, and uh, you know even even the securities like everyone knew they already knew already the, the little clip that we had. Oh shit! There so, you go. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Oh, but uh, any of the securities go, hey man, I saw your match, bro. Can I get an autograph? <laughs> um, actually, yeah, one You're of really? them. Uh, I think he was. I think he was a security. Um, my. He was he, he was a security in my middle school, and then I think maybe like my junior year or my sophomore year, he uh, transferred to the high school. Uh-huh. So he kind of got in it, right? And uh, he recognized me when you know before I got the mask. So uh-huh. yeah, you know he was he was always a huge huge supporter. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to kind of get like that recognition, and uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I ended up seeing some of my teachers right before I started wrestling, so mm-hmm. they never got to see that. But I think he's the only one that's ever really recognized me from from school. Any of those matches by any chance on YouTube? 
Um, yeah, there's a couple of them. Oh man, pitch them out, pitch them out, pitch them out. They might want to look at them, man. Uh, well, <laughs> kind of can't do that because they kind of like a lot of the matches are before the mask. Oh, so never mind. Yeah, sorry, can't, can't, do, can't that. do it. No, um, I gotta, I, I, gotta I, keep that hidden. My I, bad. I, I my got bad. A, I got a couple of them with the mask on. Um, I'll, I'll have to dig them up and I'll put links on my Facebook. Yeah, give so. out give out your social medias, man, um, so these guys can follow you. Get that fan base going, man. Get <laughs> pretty that. much, I'm I'm only on Facebook. Um, I'm terrible at following social media. <laughs> like, you know, I got my personal Instagram, which I think the last picture I posted was maybe a year and a half ago. <laughs> okay. um, Facebook, I, I really don't follow up with it. I just, you know, share memes. Yeah, I got you. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, I, I got my Facebook, Tiger King 2. And, uh, you know, just shoot me a like shoot me a follow and, and yeah, yeah yeah go yeah. and that's the way I met up with Tiger King I mean after yep. we finished the show with uh, with uh, Shadows he was telling uh, he was uh, we had a conversation after the show and he told me I was telling him I told him hey I got this guy that that uh, liked the show he was uh, he actually gave thumbs up in the show and go who was it it was a, a guy named Tiger King oh yeah dude yeah you might want to get this guy uh, you might want to get this guy on your show dude and I go okay and he goes yeah man he's a good guy uh, took him under my wing he did real good, uh, you know. Somebody you might want to talk to. So, I did the I did the thing, and I, I said, you know what? I'm sending a message. I said, and you were all amped up. He goes, hell yeah, oh, yeah. I'll hell do yeah. it, I'll do it. But then you and Shadows had something that said you wanted to come in to do a show together. Uh, yeah, he had. He, he probably about the same time he was messaging you. He was messaging me, and he was like, yeah, man. They told me they wanted me to, you know, come back on maybe later on. And he was like, maybe you and I can get on it together. And I was like, all right, yeah, that'd be cool. And then <laughs> then then you messaged me. And then, you know, we set something up solo. So, you know, right away I was like, hey, you know, they got me on. He was like, yeah, they told me. He's like, so that's going to be all you. you yeah. know, it's, it's not us. I'm like, Shh, man, that's that's fine. And and just for your treat, guys, who listen to the podcast or watching Facebook or YouTube, I am going to set up a show with Shadows and the Tiger King in, in August, somewhere in August. So be mark your calendars. It's going to be a good one. I don't know what the tension's gonna be when they come <laughs> in. I'm gonna try to uh, make this as uh, baby friendly in here, so, or more foams on the wall. I guarantee you this table will probably be broken. We'll through. probably get the table out of here also. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it, it, it was a treat talking to a man, and just like it's a treat talking to you. I wish Chu was here, man. He would have asked you a lot more, lot more different questions as far as uh, that I'm shooting out at you. Because the guy really gets into the nitty-gritty and gets really into the character and mm-hmm. really into the person. But, uh, man, having you on here was a treat, man. Yep. I, I appreciate you coming out, dude. Thank you I for having me. I appreciate taking the time to come here. I appreciate everything you're doing out there, performing for, for the RGB in these hard times right now. Yeah. Doing your thing and, you know, trying to keep people safe and people happy. Not going insane in their homes. Yeah. You know, so that that's, that's good, man. And, guys... Follow, follow Tiger King, man. If you see any of the merch you like, hit him up, man. He'll he'll say how much it is. He'll send you out there, or he'll try to do something to get you the merch, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I got I got keychains, stickers, shirts, caps, uh, you name it, man. I got two different styles of shirts. Uh, you know, anything you like, send me a message, and we'll, we'll get acquainted. Oh my God! And, and the questions come again. <laughs> Is this when's the next? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna ask Rick's question first. Because okay. <laughs> uh, the other ones are asking me for fantasy uh, fantasy uh, matches, but I'm gonna ask, <laughs> I'm gonna ask Rick uh, Phoenix, Mr. R M P. Oh, sorry, R P M. Sorry, R P. I almost messed that up, Rick. R P M. Is this when's the next match in the RGV? All right. So next match is uh, April 17th. Um, it's with uh, Valley Wrestling matches. 
I know for a while we've been doing Facebook live shows. Uh, they actually did their first live in-person like audience show uh, this past Sunday. Um, so I think this next one might be um, might be a you know actual audience. There you go. Can go show. There you go. Um, so. Since we're on the topic of that, I know I had mentioned that I had a little announcement to make. Oh, here comes the announcement, guys. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that 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 show, it's, uh, it's like I said, it's with the Value Wrestling matches. I have a title match against uh, Nelson Nails for his uh, VWM Lucha Hybrid title. Oh, here we um, go. Yeah, we'd, uh, I've kind of been after it for, for a few months now. And uh, a couple months ago, he uh, kind of... Uh, took me out of the equation before the match really uh, and inserted himself in the match and uh, then went on to win it that same night so uh, we've kind of been going back and forth a little bit payback yeah so payback. finally finally we got that match coming up and uh and just uh, just to make things a little bit more interesting there we go um you know like i said i have held on to this title for 423 days now Ooh, there you um, go you know, and I haven't had as many title defenses as I would like because COVID slowed everything down. Right. But just because, you know, uh, the company that I'm that I have it with, RGV Championship Wrestling, right? They haven't been running many shows, but I've been defending it other promotions from here to Brownsville. There you go. So just being the sport that I am, uh oh, nails. Here we, go. here we go, nails. What do you say we make it a winner take all? Title versus oh title. Oh my match. goodness. How about that? Exclusive on the two new podcasts. Yep. The challenge has been tossed, Nails. The challenge has been tossed. I went wait for a response. Once you get that response, I want you to shoot that to me so I can put it on the page. Definitely. That's definitely. Just something I want on the page so everybody can follow you, man. That's yep. going to be, ooh, winner take all. Winner Come take on, get all. out of here. So oh my goodness. That means that somebody will walk home the, shall we say, undisputed lucha champion of the rgb there you go so you what go. do you say nels oh, you down damn, man. i feel a call out there man yeah, that's, that's, them, that's a call them out. some final words <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and he says uh, do you have any uh oh yeah this is some dance rick that's actually that's another question i was gonna ask do you have any rituals before you go into the match do you do you psych yourself out for something before you go on there um yeah actually i um I take a couple minutes to myself and uh, try and get in a, as much of like a, a zen place as possible uh, just to really like focus and you know get into the match and you know focus on on what what we're gonna do uh, when I first started that ritual was like the complete 180 I used to blast music and just kind of get into that iPad space mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I came to realize that that really wasn't the best thing mm -hmm. at least for me because I wouldn't focus on the match right so i'd go out there and i you know end up losing myself right so uh you know i've got to kind of take a different approach now and i, I you know I take a little moment to myself and just kind of like all right this is what we're going to do um just go out there and kill it do so, your thing yeah, yeah I mean, it's uh nothing nothing fancy just a little moment of meditation and go on out there and kick some ass there you go and here's one more because the BB boys are, 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 are asking questions left and right. It's just if uh, the BB boys are going to book you, I mean, if the BB boy bros were to book you on a fantasy match, Macho Man and Roddy Roddy Piper versus the Tiger King, who would you choose as a tag team partner? Anyone in the world. Okay, so it's Macho Man and Piper against me and a partner in my choosing? Yes, sir. Ooh. Um... 
That's a good one. Now, does that, do they have to be uh, alive or, or alive? Can they be I, I say it's a fantasy, so I, I would take it either live or dead. I mean, and Rick says, Rick says, take Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> um, man, I would have to say, uh, I want to say Guerrero, man. You know, just you know, I, I know I keep you know pinpointing it out, but I mean, he was one of the best character and technical wrestlers. I mean, oh yeah. He, oh, yeah. uh, he really did become one of my favorites, uh, you know, toward, towards the end. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely have to say Guerrero. I know I could definitely pick his brain a lot and learn a lot of tips. So, yeah, yeah that, that would be my pick. Awesome, man. That's good to know. All right, guys, I'm going to call it right here because you guys are asking questions like crazy. <laughs> I think I've turned this into a two-hour show now, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, has it been that long? Wow. <laughs> it's going close to an hour, <laughs> and I like it, man. i got so many other questions to ask. But I'm going to save those for next time because I know Tiger King has other things to do. And I know he's preparing himself for that wrestling match. It's the 17th of April, correct? April 17th. Winner take all. Winner take Nails. all. Nails. Anything else special you want to tell the Nails before we get out here? I'm pretty just going to be blasted on. You want to blast them out? What's going on? Yeah, actually, uh, one thing I do want to bring up. Um, I've uh, been, I'm raffling off one of my masks, uh, ring-worn masks. A uh, buddy of mine out from Laredo, Dill Dempsey. Uh, unfortunately suffered an ACL tear uh, about a month ago so he's having to go through surgery and again I mean we don't we don't have insurance man I mean we, yeah. we get hurt we're down we got to pay for all this exactly out of pocket. exactly uh, so you know we've been doing some fundraisers trying to you know help with those medical bills so I'm actually uh, we still got a couple days left I'm uh, I got mine. Off one of my masks I got, I got got two I got two of them on there. Um, you know they're they're five dollars a ticket if you want I mean Shoot me a message through uh, through Facebook. Like I said, uh, the drawing will be this coming Saturday. They're doing a, a benefit show for him, so uh, you know we'll we'll probably do the raffle then. And so yeah, you got a couple of days to to uh, you know get your get your spot. I'm telling you right now, man. If I win that mask, I'm telling you what I'm doing with that mask. It's going up right on that shelf in the shadow box. I'm gonna have the Tiger King autograph that bad boy, and that's gonna be displayed right there. So when everybody any other wrestlers comes in and go, hey, top that. <laughs> Right, right next to that bottle of Jim Beam. Yeah, let's not talk about the stuff on the stuff right now, buddy. <laughs> I mean, what? I see hand sanitizer. That's hand sanitizer. Nothing is. but hand yeah, sanitizer. Nothing. <laughs> but anyway, damn it, man, stop looking at stuff there. <laughs> I didn't see anything. <laughs> but anyways, guys, guys, I appreciate you guys listening uh, to the podcast. Keep following, guys. We are on Spotify. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on Google. We are. Basically everywhere you go up on actually go on Google searches put chewy new podcast We will pop up and we'll show you all our YouTube videos and our uh, Podcasts that are available for you to watch or listen to and I appreciate you guys following us and follow us on Facebook live I appreciate you guys also man really do Tiger King It was a pleasure man Thank for you, you for coming on, online, yes. coming on this podcast and and like I said last week throwing your awesomeness all over here <laughs> It was it was great so, I mean, I appreciate you coming out, man. Thank and, you, thank you. And the little goodies up here in front, man. And we got a couple little goodies for you to take home also. Awesome, awesome. So you can enjoy those and display. And I know you are interested in getting one of our merch, that yes. wrestling mask. Yeah. Man, if you wear that, if you if you wear that in one of the shows, when you go out, take a picture, man. Oh, definitely. Uh, take a picture, Hands man. Down, yeah. be, send me the picture. I want to post that up also <laughs> as much as we can. So, but, uh, oh, let's see. Do the, hand, the Macho Man handshake. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna put him through that, man. <laughs> Even though me and the bro, uh, uh, rope, uh, beefy boy, road, doing awesome, 
Macho Man and and uh, and uh, Hulk Hogan one, but no, that's ours. All right. Maybe that's... maybe maybe next time. Maybe next yeah, time we're on the show. Yeah, maybe we'll next see. time I'll invite you in, Rosie. Come <laughs> enjoy this. I was gonna give you a call day to enjoy this with me, but you know what? I was selfish. But <laughs> but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Tiger King. Thank you for coming. Thank next you week we have Mike from the Eatery coming in. For the first time interview, all the stuff we've been talking about, the eatery, great place out there, food trucks. You should go try that, man, on the I, weekend. I've seen that on, on the past podcast, yeah. and yeah, I definitely gotta go you gotta, go I'm check, a sucker for food. Hey, you gotta go check that out. And, and Mike, Mike, think maybe a wrestling ring out there one day? Make what, it happen. Oh, gosh. That would yeah, be that'd amazing. be awesome. You get a wrestling ring out there, get some fans out there, have the food trucks running. Oh, my gosh. Craziness, my friend. Craziness is what's gonna get. But thank you, uh, Tiger King, like I said, everybody thank on the uh, podcast, thank you for listening. And like I said, we uh, prayers go out to Chew. Hopefully he gets better. He'll be back in the podcast. Till then, guys. Laters, Gators. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. welcome to the Chew and You podcast. Hey, yo. I'm coming for them duffel bags and gold teeth This game been saturated, written for my nosebleeds I like that propane and spit that dragon breath I got that product for the low, all hell my connect I've seen the nicest people plotting with the worst intent I've seen my enemies praying I get Chew and New Podcast would like to thank our following sponsors Oviedo Brothers Electrical Building a new home or commercial business, call Sergio Oviedo, Master Electrician at 956-904-7177. Let him know the rock star sent you. Hemp It Up CBD. Had a long stressful day and looking for something to help you relax? Try Hemp It Up CBD located at 1911 North 10th Street, McAllen, Texas. Any questions, call Maricela at 956 956- 540-9488 or look them up on Facebook at Hemp It Up CBD and let them know you heard it first on the Chew a New podcast. Barreras Plumbing. Looking for a dependable plumber with reasonable prices? Call Gabriel Barrera from Barreras Plumbing at 956-534-3337. Let him know Chew and Ooh sent you. R&D services for cleaning and disinfecting at residential and commercial sites. They do pressure wash, sanitation, disinfecting, mold treatment, and COVID-19 disinfecting that is hospital grade and food safe. R&D services are EPA certified and use CDC approved chemicals. You can call Ruben Salinas at 956-212-6113. And you heard it here at the Chew a New Podcast. This podcast is provided by Moon Pro Studios Production.